49er Empire. Welcome back to another episode of The Faithful, where we bring you all 49ers news and updates. I'm Biggie Flores, and across from me is Zach Green, and today we're bringing you a podcast. been a little bit of a, a quick minute just because of the offseason and, you know, content was a little bit lacking, but it's starting to pick up. You know, we got the draft next week. We got some Trey Lance news for you guys, and um, I'm excited for it. But, Zach, how you been, my brother? My brother? Been all right. Uh, the offseason for the – Football seems to have died down just because yeah. the draft this year, I feel like no one knows where anyone's going, even yeah. number one. Like just, every other nobody knows. Look. <laughs> it's different. Everything's different. But I mean, we're excited. You know, hopefully we make some moves in the first in the later rounds and, you know, try to get some of those George Kittle Fred Warners. But I don't know. I'm excited for the draft. I'm excited for the nine season to start rolling. Um, yeah, but, they met the. We should say that the team arrived uh, at the you know off season training camp. Yeah, off season program started yesterday. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so, so that that in itself is uh, good, and then um, a good good feeling. Yeah, and, it's just, and uh, you know, Purdy. I mean, we got it. We got to start it up with the. The the biggest news, especially it's the most relevant. Yeah, let's let's just you do the honors. Answers. Yeah, I got you. Um, Ian Rappaport this morning, um, tweeted something kind of crazy that you know I woke up and I was like, wow, I can't believe this is a real thing. Um, but he said the 49ers have received calls from several teams looking into a potential trade for former number three pick quarterback Trey Lance. The conversations have been the result of SF fielding the calls, not making them with teams aware that Brock Purdy is likely the future starter. How do you feel about that? What did, what was your first initial reaction to this? It's just a mechanism for the 49ers to bump up the trade value in Trey Lance. Yeah, you think you think a trade is is likely to fall through or you think it's more of kind of just trying to fish the market out and see what what the rest of the NFL kind of use them as? Both, both. I can. I think we both can probably tell uh, the faithful what he's viewed as. Maybe a second, second round pick. Yeah, yeah. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. Would you say if, a second round pick? I'd say second, and possibly add in like a fourth or fifth in there. But yeah. Yeah. as of now, this value isn't as high as what we we traded for, which was three first round picks. Um. And it's it's unfortunate because we did invest so much in him. Um, I don't. I personally don't want him to get traded. For how much I love Brock Purdy and how much I love um, just what we did at the end of last season, I still want to see what Trey Lance could do with his offense because he's only got what three games under his belt, and he's got hurt um, too too often. And I want to see what we could do healthy. And if he gets hurt again this season, if we don't end up trading him before then maybe it's time to pull the plug. But I still kind of want to see him, um, you know, be under center week one. So, I Yeah, I, I think no doubt that Trey Lance has to be under center week one. If Sam Darnold's under center week one, then that's, that just doesn't seem right, considering yeah. we spent three first-round picks on, on Trey Lance. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, we we have to go back to what people were talking about with Trey Lance last year. You know, 
not a you know we went to low you know not a d1 school barely any playing time you know um all that and if we're not going to talk about that and we're just going to talk about you know something else and because we're in the same position with trey lance it's just he got hurt yeah. which but so did brock Purdy. Yeah, there there yeah. was news that Brock says he might not. But even Brock Purdy didn't get play. Brock Purdy didn't get hurt because of Shanahan's play calling, which yeah. which has a Some lot to do with the fact. Him. Yeah, I mean, um, that that's what makes it so interesting is you got two quarterbacks, one who's proven himself, and one who has a higher ceiling, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm. I mean. I Trey Lance obviously has a higher ceiling, and I think everyone could agree with that. But I think what Shanahan and Lynch are looking at right now is if you look at the first three games that Trey Lance started and the first three games and beyond that Brock started, Brock's look good. Brock's look comfortable. You know, he gets the job done and he's winning ball games. The one game that he lost as he started, he only played one drive. So I think Shanahan and Lynch are loving that. You know, they're looking at it like, okay, this is our guy. Let's see what what the market has for Trey Lance. And if we like it, we'll pull the plug. And if not, then it's still, okay, are you going to start Brock or Trey? And I still think if it's, if they're both on the roster, I still think it's Trey. Um, you look at it from uh, a player perspective, if you're Trey Lance, you just want to play. So he doesn't care if he's going to get, uh, you know, a first-round pick. You know, he, do, he doesn't care because – I mean, as much as he wants to be a 49er and as much as the whole league and all the players want to be 49ers, then, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's tough, you know. Um, but what what would the trade package have to be for you to accept the offer? Or is there nothing really out there that you're that you're looking into? Because personally, I think – it's got to be maybe like two seconds. Otherwise, I'm not taking it. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. Hold on, Zach. You're muted. You're muted. Sorry. I no, think you're good, you're good. if you're uh, if you're if you're the Forty Niners, um. If I if I if I was in the front office, I would go with both quarterbacks no matter what. I mean, yeah. yeah. Look what look what happened last season, dog. At the end of the day, like, we, it's, we ended what, with what, four string. Yeah, like you gotta keep them. I think we, so. the faith the faithful knows what's going on. This is just a way for the 49ers to bump up try to bump up his value, which won't get bumped up at all. Like like maybe them releasing him throwing a perfect spiral, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> working out with Patrick yeah. Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, working out with Patrick <laughs> Mahomes. Like we both know the potential that Trey Lance has. And the 49ers do as well. But they also have a guy like Brock Purdy who Who could get the job done. Who yeah, exactly. He won't do anything like like crazy good, but like I mean, he has shown signs of that. 
I think it was at the end of week uh, of the Seattle game during the playoffs where he scrambled to the left sideline and ran all the way to the right and threw a touchdown pass, but Ayuk ended up dropping it. And that was some crazy stuff. You know, he did a little swim move action against Tampa Bay that was not like Mahomes, but it's kind of like, wow, this dude could do that, which is crazy. And that we haven't seen Trey Lance do. Um, so we have we have a dude that's, I want to say, he's usable. He's He's there and he's perfect enough. He's just good enough. And Trey Lance is more of the the risk where it's like this guy could be at the top level of the league or he could also fall off and not be as good as as Brock at all yeah so, yeah I mean yeah uh, if we're looking at straight arm talent you know Trey Lance got stronger but you, you know, know I feel like we could talk all day about Trey Lance versus Brock Purdy, and there's a reason why Everyone picked up on it, you know, like everyone wants to talk about it because it's, it's so interesting. And, you know, history repeats itself, right? Granted, we've only been for faithful 49ers fans for 21 years. But, you know, <laughs> back in the day, you had Joe Montana, Steve Young. But it was different in the fact that you had Montana, who was playing for a while, and then Young was under his belt. Right. Yeah, exactly. But they were, you know, the, the, there's a lot of similarities there. Uh, yeah, there is, you know, Trey Lance gets hurt. Joe Montana gets hurt a little too much because, you know, yes. they didn't protect the quarterback as well. And then Steve Young comes in and does his thing. And that's what happened this this year, you know. Yeah. So a couple, uh, um, a couple side notes, because this is the main the main thing. Uh, they The Niners signed Kerry Hyder. Yeah, so, back. W. Um, I like it. JJ's back. So my guy, Jawan Jennings. Yes, sir. Tennessee volunteer. So he he is what Niners fans thought Kendrick Bourne was. Because no disrespect to Kendrick Bourne, but there were a lot of third down plays where like he had a lot of drops. JJ does not drops. drop the ball. JJ is uh, for sure like He's catching that ball. He's him. <laughs> third down, yeah. third and Jawan. That's I don't know. I agree I like that. that. I like that one. I agree. Uh, Jawan Jennings is really good. You know, arguably, if you put him on another roster with not as great talent, he could be number wide receiver number two. Um, but here, he works perfect with us. You know, third down dude um, gets the job done, and this offense is just so good and. I don't know. I'm excited for the season to start. I'm excited to see what's going to happen within the next few weeks with Trey. And, you know, maybe it just is a smoke screen to try and get value up on other players. Yeah. And I don't know what's going Te- on. Teams and organizations do it all the time. It's, yeah. I think it's just a smoke screen. Unless – I also wouldn't be surprised. Unless, unless could... Trey Lance, you know, because what we do differently is we understand the front office perspective as well as the agent perspective. There's stuff we don't know about Trey Lance that they know, but we can only speculate. If Trey Lance doesn't want to even Trey Lance for God's sakes might not even want to arrive at camp the way they're, they're writing him off. So if that's the case, then, then this is probably why they're doing it. It almost feels like, 
the closest thing I could say is like Ben Simmons on the Sixers where Doc Rivers comes out and saying, oh, he's the reason we lost the game. That's it's kind of sort of that thing. Like, why would you even come out with news of trading your Trey Lance? Like, it's kind of crazy. And if they want to run him out of town, they're doing a good job of it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, another signing, Chris Conley. I don't know much about Uh, him. He's a former Texan. Yeah, I think former uh, Jaguar as well. He was a captain when they weren't as good, you know. But, I mean, solid depth. You know, can't go wrong with too many players on the team. Um, But, you know, we'll see what it is. Um, But I also wouldn't be – sorry, going back to this Trey Trey Lance trade thing, I wouldn't be surprised if a trade goes through. You know, John Lynch has never been afraid to make trades. You know, the biggest one that shocked all of us, I think, was DeForest Buckner on draft day. And, you know, still haunts us to that day. A few podcasts ago, we were talking about how – we miss him and how we kind of wanted him over Armstead. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know. I just wouldn't be surprised if a trade went through at all. So if Trey Lance were to get traded, which team, like right now, which team do you think has the most interest? And the way you, um, the way you view that is which team wanted him when he got drafted. Yeah. I think, I think there's, there's two ways you can look at it. One being that way is okay. If, if there's whoever the fourth or fifth uh, teams to pick a quarterback were, if they want to trade, I'll definitely give them a call or two. A second one would be maybe Houston, you know, maybe Houston because one D'Amico Ryan's is so familiar of, of Trey Lance and he knows what he's capable of. Um, and maybe Houston ends up trading that number. What do they have? Number one, right? Maybe they'll trade one back a little bit, get some, some defensive pieces. Well, and Houston's got one or two. Uh, Houston's got, got two. One. Okay, okay. So let's say Houston, yeah. let's say Houston trades number two away, get some solid defensive pieces, and then you trade for Trey Lance for a second and a let's say a third. Now you got a quarterback who's young and has got high ceiling. You got some defensive pieces that you traded for with that second pick. Um, you got Jimmy Ward, who's a great captain and leader, and a defensive-minded head coach, obviously, that knows what he's doing. So I would not be surprised to see the Texans make that move like that. Um, and yeah, the Texans make the most sense. Yeah, I think so. You, or even let's say the Aaron Rodgers trade to the Jets doesn't fall through. I think it's see solid making a move for him, but maybe not just because he had the opportunity to draft Trey and he didn't, and he went with Zach Wilson. But we know how Zach Wilson's been playing, so maybe he does make the move. <laughs> The team that comes to mind, and just because they're the closest, is the Colts. Mm-hmm. Um, closest they're in a weird spot. They're in a weird spot because they didn't tank. They should have tanked this past season. But now they have one of the worst teams. So Maybe Forrest Buckner only... wants out and comes back. No, he does <laughs> want out. Yeah, He does want out. We know he wants out. Who, but... And, you know, like, who wants to play in Indianapolis – you know, I, 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 Andrew Luck didn't. You know, re- <laughs> yeah. Well, Andrew Luck also understood the significance of CTE. And yeah, no, Andrew know. Luck, he, he made the right move. And similarly, Tyreek Kill said he was going to retire after this contract with the Dolphins. Yeah, and it I makes mean, sense. Football's not easy. Football's hard. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. And that's why, you know, it's going to be weird not having Brady in the league anymore. I wonder how they're going to market um, the quarterbacks now. Because Brady was 
I'd say yeah, I seventy mean, percent of the league. Yeah, Brady was just so protected and so well. Oh, he had good offensive linemen to block from, and that's what gave him the longevity. You know, this this new yeah. era of quarterbacks with the mobility. Look at like Lamar Jackson; he's such a good talent, but he's been hurt year after year. Trey Lance has been hurt a few times already. Um, Mahomes yeah. in the Super Bowl, he's playing hurt, you know, but he, he fought through. And yeah, you're going to win Super Bowls, but the longevity won't be there. And I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I uh, think we should talk about the Odell just because we were texting about it. Mm-hmm. Um, he got what it was it, 18 million? 18 million. And this is relevant year. just because of Brandon Ayuk. So, yeah. um, Brandon Ayuk, uh, right now, well, he sent that cryptid, cryptid tweet, which we talked about in the last podcast, mm-hmm. but. Right now, him and the 49ers are in an interesting business relationship, considering Brandon Ayuk is going to, if he doesn't, you know, agree to extension, he's going to be stepped on the, step on the field, extremely underpaid and under, you know, Mm -hmm. and. And I'm sure he'll get tagged a few times too, if they don't agree to extension. Um, Yeah. but But that's the thing with football, right? And. Compared, I would say compared to any other sport, you know, let's say Brandon Ayuk, what what's a reasonable, like hypothetic, hypothetically a reasonable amount that he gets an extension per year? Mm, I'm gonna what a Debo get? He got what three years, like twenty million? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was maybe a little plus incentives, but I'd probably yeah. if I'm John Lynch, I'll probably go up to him, give him like three or four years for eighteen million a year. Just saying, okay, we look at you as receiver, like Debo Samuel, who puts up the numbers, but Debo does a little bit more in the running game, so that's why he's going to get paid a little bit more. That will be my contract negotiation. And Brandon Ayuk is going to look at that and be like, okay, that's fair. But he's also going to look at, okay, a player like Odell is getting 18 in the middle of the year, and he's going to be like, okay, I'm better than Odell. I think I should get more than at least what he's making. Um, so I think between that 18 to, to 22 million range, a year annually is what I think he'll end up getting. Um, but so if he know. doesn't, let's say he is, is only willing to accept for 18, they're willing to offer him 14. He steps on the field, you know, tears his ACL. That's the thing with football. Yeah. So not for long. I, NFL. I, I personally think that we should extend him under the fact that we need we need to figure out whether we're keeping Trey Lance or not. Because those are the two biggest on offense. And I was you know, we have the best defense in the league. If we keep if we keep Trey Lance, I don't think he'll get extended by the time his contract is done. There's uh, the way yeah, unless he, he unless he been. wins us a Super Bowl. Yeah, and let, okay, if he puts up those numbers like like Jalen Hurts, which he just got paid, like I think he's the highest paid player in the NFL now too. Um, then then we'll pay him. Go ahead, but if he's is if he's constantly injured throughout the year, then we will end up keeping Trey and we'll let him walk for cheap. Um, but no, I agree with kinda... everything you said. It's tough yeah. because we traded so much for him and we lose value, and you know, there's but... so much potential though, like. 
his yeah. arm talent or whether, you know, just the fact like the way he stands in the pocket, you know, is, I, but his arm talent's there. It, the, the physicality is there. It's whether or not he can I, read the defense. That's the only thing. I think we'll uh, we'll look back at this um, in a year or two, and we're either going to be blaming uh, we we're gonna the, the blame is either going to be well there there the if if we win a Super Bowl, it doesn't matter who's the quarterback, but it does. Mm-hmm. I mean, to an extent, I I don't. To an extent, it does. To an extent, it does. But you'll be looking at okay, like maybe you blame, you know, the Niners front office, or maybe, you know, blame Kyle Shanahan or both. I don't know. I think I think it just depends on what happens. Yeah, it it really depends on if. If Trey Lance just ends up sucking really bad and is not good, then then John Lynch will get a little bit of blame. But if he gets keeps getting hurt on run plays and stuff like that, Shanahan will get the blame. Um, yeah. But I don't know. If we win a Super Bowl with Brock, then no one will care about what happens with Trey. Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. But, and and to wrap things to wrap things up, um, let's just talk about the defense a bit, like Steve Wilkes. Um, how do you how do you feel about him? Um, we haven't talked about him much. You know, he's coming from Charlotte. Um, personally, love Charlotte, love North Carolina. But I mean, I'm excited um, to see what he what he's what he's ready for. Um, I'm sure I'm sure the front office talked to Christian McCaffrey a little bit before, and they're asking like, oh, what do you think about Steve Wilkes? What do you think about how he runs things? And I'm sure CMC gave his word, obviously good enough to where we wanted to bring him in. And we've known what Steve Wilkes could do. He's solid. He's proven himself in the NFL. Um, but with with roster talent like we have on the defensive side of the ball, I don't think I don't think we'll we'll be bad. We're gonna we're gonna be good. You know, we might not start off as well as we wanted to, or might not be as strong as we were last year. But it's definitely still top seven in the league, which is good enough with this offense. Right. So. Right. So Wilkes uh, has been coaching practically a long half time. his life. Yeah. yeah. So he's got a lot of connections. He's got a lot of connections, which is always good. And he did serve as the interim interim head coach. So um he, he has head coaching experience, um, which is always something you want. Um, you know, whether at any level. So He's he's been in the college ranks as well. Uh, yeah, I uh, I think this is gonna be a really good hire. I think it's gonna be a really good hire, and I think so too. Honestly, I don't think he would have accepted the job if he would just stay put. I think this, this might be another you know Robert Sala or uh, um, D'Amico Ryan's kind of thing. And honestly, like I love it. Like you know, yeah. You know when you when you have players like Fred Warner, who's just a captain, and and pretty much I think he controls the offense equally as much as as D'Amico Ryan's did last year. I think we'll be fine. You know, you, we have uh, uh, the defensive line coach is still there. I think it's Chris Kasarek is his name. Um, I think he he was offered the job, but he strictly just loves coaching this, this D line, so he wanted to stick there, and so that's going to be good. And Fred Warner knows what he's doing. He's 
turn into a veteran, I feel, a veteran presence, at least. Um, Dre Greenlaw know he's doing it. And this whole team knows what they're doing. The defense didn't really change much personnel-wise, besides maybe the Jimmy Ward, which, you know, Nick will be up for grabs this this uh, training camp. Um, but I'm sure the defense will be fine. Just the moral of the story of the past few years is the quarterback, and that's the same story that we're going into this season, and it's the offseason, and, you know, I don't know. It would be nice to have a franchise quarterback that we don't have to worry about, but when you have yeah, a loss, but that's like, just always that's just a lot of a lot of it is just the media and the marketing and yeah, because when you when you play at the highest level in anything, people are always trying to you know they want your job. There's no yeah, certainty, exactly. you know, so. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the the Warriors King series? Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll do a little NBA segment. Yes. I know there's a lot of Niners fans out here. A lot of you guys are Warriors fans, and personally, I'm a Sixer fan, but I still I was mad when the Warriors lost. I have feelings for the Warriors. If that makes sense, you know, I got a lot of friends and family. It's all right. I, I have feelings. Yeah, but what happened? I have feelings the end for the Sixers. The, yeah, there you go. Well, what happened at the end of Game Two with Draymond and Sabonis is is not good at all. I for a lack of a better term and a lack of me swearing. I don't want to swear on this one right now, but it was just not good at all. And okay, you could throw them out for the game. Go ahead. Like, whatever. Even that is uncalled for, but giving him a suspension for game three is not good at all. There's a lot of NBA no. players that are frustrated. Bonte Hill is frustrated. Shout out Bonte Hill. Go listen to that podcast if you haven't yet. Stephen A. Smith is frustrated. And when you got so many players, like, what else would you want Draymond to do at the end of that? You know? Yeah. What else could you do? It made me think about, like, I was walking today. I'm like, because there's not just one person making these decisions, right? It's not just Adam Silver. Adam Silver, and this is what Tim Kawakami just said on Twitter. He was saying that they shouldn't have Malika Andrews be talking about what the NBA is saying. Adam Silver should be the one getting in front of the camera. He yeah, is exactly. the president. He yeah. is the president. He runs it. He runs it all. He runs the thing. But I was walking back and I was like, you know, I don't I don't know. No one knows. It's business, right? Mm-hmm. I get it. You want to pay the bills, but which you'd probably want Draymond playing. But yeah, I'm like, if you want is, is is the meeting that's happening? You have people in New York where the league offices, you know, like lawyers, like who is making these decisions? Who is making these decisions? And I don't know. I'll say one more thing. I know that Draymond is gone after this year, and true Warriors fans have known that for a while, and. He's, I think he's either going to go to L.A. He, he or he's going to go uh, back to Detroit. You know, he's he grew up near there, East Lansing. Help his brother James Wiseman out over there. I don't yeah, know. It's yeah, just yeah. it's frustrating. It, and what I was saying, if Steph Curry was the one who got his ankle grabbed and he's the one who stepped on Sabonis, he's not getting suspended. There's no way in hell. There's no way in hell. I don't think he gets ejected if if Steph Curry's the one that's on that situation. But because Draymond has an ego, because he has a a reputation. Well, of everyone stuff. has an ego. It's just the reputation he has, as well as he is not afraid to chirp. Like you know, he is the. He was yelling at the fans, and 
I don't know. If you listen to his podcast, uh, I think it was a week ago, he says he wants to be a warrior forever, but he also hinted at he he's, he's not going to be a, a warrior cut. forever, no doubt. No, but like he wanted his whole career to be a warrior, like not nowhere else. But he also said nah, he's not. Not after you sucker punch Jordan Poole. Yeah, so it's he know what he was doing. If he wanted to be a warrior, he wouldn't have done that. He was yeah. he was just making Jordan Poole a lot harder, and Jordan Poole is going to be. The sky's the limit for him. Speaking about Jordan Poole, I think he's got to play more also. And may, if he is hurt, yeah, then he fifteen minutes sure in game all. two is not acceptable. Yeah, and if he's hurt, then he probably shouldn't be suiting up at all. So it's it's either you're playing thirty minutes or you're not playing at all. There's no in between. Um, yeah, yeah. But I just the offense needs to just keep moving. The only one that's moving right now uh, off ball is Steph, and it's everyone's standing still. Clay Thompson's standing still, and. Clay's definitely not the same Clay, and we've all known that. It's been tough to to watch, and we still love the dude, but I don't know. The the offense is definitely going to have to do something if they want to come back and and win the series. But the series ain't started until yeah. the home team loses. So, you know, if, if they win tomorrow, I think they're going to be just fine. Yeah. But we'll see how it goes. Obviously a must win. No team has ever come back from 3-0. Hey, no team. I like our back. chances. I, I like our chances. Because it's at home, and yeah, Sacramento. That I, I said this before the crazy. series started. I still, I, I don't see a scenario where we win a game seven in Sac if it goes to game seven. Yeah, I think it's either Sac. I think it's either Sac Town and seven. Hashtag light the beam. That's what I did in my toilet after the two losses. <laughs> oh, God. Um, and then or Warriors and six. It's either going to be Warriors and six, yeah, or Kings and seven. I could agree with that. I think, and if you guys lose on a on on Thursday tomorrow, I think it'll be a clean sweep. I think everyone's focused. Oh, come on, bro! Don't, don't be talking like that. Come on, <laughs> shut up. The Warriors will win. I'm, the Warriors I'm, will win. I'm They're cutting be that just out. Fine. I'm yeah, that's fine. But I'm the, the I'm open for a Warrior. I'm I'm open for a Warrior Sixers Finals, man. I got all my family's Warrior fans, all my friends are Warriors fans, and you know that would be a crazy Finals, but. Um, I think we could see. Uh, I think uh, if the Warriors make it out of this series, I think they'll they'll go to the finals. I already said that if they make out the series, they'll go to the finals. Will they win it? We'll see who comes out the East. But if he could, this Kings team, dude, they're young, they're fast, then they're gonna be good they could, for they a could, while. Yeah. Uh, and I I was talking about them before the season, and that's why I like, and you know. That's why I was like, dang, like, it, like I, when day De'Aaron Fox hit that three with like a minute and a half left, yeah, I was like, dang, man. And I think, I think, like, I think that's been a big factor in this series is is Mike Brown knowing how to stop the Warriors. You know, he's he's, yeah. I don't know. We'll see how Thursday goes, yeah. but we'll see what I, happens. I wonder if Draymond's <laughs> gonna be there. Um, I don't think he's allowed to be on the bench, but I'm sure he'll be in the locker room. Dang. Yeah. That's kind of messed up. It is. He should up. be. Well, I can see why they don't want him having on, him on the bench. Hmm. But if I'm him, I'm just dressing up like, I don't maybe, know, like going in disguise. Buy... And I'm I'm going in the stands like that Kings fan was chirping yeah, maybe, up Bob maybe Myers. He'll, maybe he'll buy a, a courtside ticket and just sit right there talking to shit. Dude. You know, uh, like, 
I don't know. That Kings fan talking to Bob Myers, this is stupid. Like, dude, you live in. If you had the fans decide. No, if he could be there or not. Yeah. It's like you have a poll. <laughs> dude, he, this is great. Like, just be. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. This is it's good, good content for the media, dude. I, they're they're gonna win it. I think, um, the refs have been very, very easy on the whistle when it comes to the, Sabonis doing his thing, but I think at home they're going to get a lot more uh, fouls on Sabonis, and he's going to get a foul trouble early this next game. I'm calling it now. I'm putting money on the line, but I don't know, dude. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm not worried about the the Warriors. You know, they're the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> no yeah, one thought they were going to win State last State Warriors. And, and and what one last thing before we wrap this up? I, I think I wait, wait. <laughs> I think I feel like Warriors I just read lose... your mind there. <laughs> what are you going to say? <laughs> if the Warriors lose this round, dog, and the Sixers lose next round, I promise you, Joel Embiid will be on the Warriors next season. I sw- I promise. You could you could clip this, put it on Twitter, put wherever. Uh, I honestly, promise you, bro. I I will make a promise. If the Warriors, if the Warriors uh lose this series, um that makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. And but the the only reason James Harden will decline is his his option in Philadelphia, and then Joel Embiid will request a trade just because he wants to win a ring. But yeah, uh, ring that's season. gonna happen. We we're, yeah. this we'll see how it goes. But good little segment uh, right there. We'll the see NBA, what happens the NBA, with man, it's so interesting. NBA is crazy. Maybe we'll start doing a weekly NBA update for you guys. If, if yeah, that's that's yeah. what it is. But you know. Well, we'll see how this offseason goes. We'll see how we'll see how the draft goes next week. We'll get you guys another one next week. Uh, took a little bit of a break there, but we're going to start getting back on it. Um, school's about to end for us, so we'll be more free. And um, you know, we'll keep you guys updated with Trey Lance, Brock Purdy, and all that. But you know, once again, thank you, 49er Empire, 49er Faithful. You guys are the best fan base out there. Um, let's go, let's go win a ring. Quest for six starts uh, started yesterday, so let's go do this. Yes, sir. Um, me, me and Zach, red and gold till we dead and cold. And uh, let's do it, man. Bang, bang, not a gang. We out.